Craft Brewed Blast, Milwaukee's favorite premium beer. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Bavarians is for your man and you too. Ortlieb's tastes good like a beer should. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, coming to you socially distanced at our own tables with food and beer on the same tab, sitting down. And don't worry, we won't stand up without a mask on, so please don't yell at us. Greg, Scott, Ali, and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Please don't yell at us. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. I am Greg. Over there is Loyal Stereo Scott. Loyal and I run along. Yes. And, uh, well, originally the first one here was Dan, and uh, he threw his computer in the pool. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. I was going to... Boop, boop, be doop. There we go. And, uh, better. of course, Allie is sick today. Ooh, I like this. I don't oh, like this. God. Oh, What boy. a shit show. What a shit show. You know, two weeks ago, uh, you and Allie had issues, <laughs> so Dan and I did the show. And I, I felt like we were tech supporting to like China. It just was not happening. I think you blew up your computer at one point, like physically set it on fire. Allie, for some reason, was outsmarted by a pair of headphones. And then uh, here we are this week. Allie is sick as a dog, can hardly talk. Dan over there uh, spilled some water on his computer right before showtime. He was on here. He went to go grab a cable and, and poof. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. yeah. Dan, if you. T- if you wanted to quit, all you had to say was... I, Just I, say it. Just say the words. Yeah, come on. Yeah. You didn't have to go this far. It's not worth it. You need that computer. So anyways, it's Scott and I today. Thank you all for joining. Thanks for listening. I, of course, uh, am Greg with not a uh, fancy name like everyone else. Shout out to Sea Isle City, New Jersey. Sea Isle what? City, New Jersey. Yeah, what's up? NJ, top listening city of last week. And uh, hey, when you're on the socials, don't forget to hashtag show us your beers, rate and subscribe and all the different podcast apps and everything. And oh, and when you're posting on socials, tag us. We like seeing the beer pictures or maybe you got breakfast burrito pictures. We oh, want to see those yeah. too. I got to see that. Yes. I want to I see some breakfast burritos. We need Definitely. some like breakfast burrito porn going on. Definitely. That's, uh, yeah. That's what we're looking for. We're, we are sad, sad, lonely men. We want breakfast burrito porn. <laughs> Uh, well, with that, with, with the shit show that has been 2020 as it continues, I don't know about you, but I definitely need to start hydrating myself, so uh, why don't we just kick things off? Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Definitely having myself a beer. You know, with Allie's absence today, I thought I'd, I'd have her here with us in spirit. And I'm having Refuge Breweries walk the dog. This is, of course, from the brewery she works at. She uh, she sent this one over to me for my birthday. It's been sitting in the fridge for a hot minute. 8.4%. 82 IBUs. There's a 3.76 on untapped. So this one comes to us by way, like I said, of Refuge Brewing. And uh, like Scott was excited for, a big, long description. All it says, West Coast Double IPA. What else do you need? Short and sweet. 
Nothing. There it's a West go. Coast double IPA. None of those stone, de- stone, stone descriptions here. English is going to be a rough one today. I better start going to Spanish. Uh, anyway, so like I said, 8.4%, 82 IBUs. This is, uh, this is classic West Coast. You get a lot of that piney flavor. Uh, you get a little back end kick in the teeth. It's, it's one of those things that I know Dan would be a big fan of. Lots of hops, lots of bitterness. Well balanced by the 8.4%. I'm going to take a quick swig here. Yeah. The, the aroma of that, very light. But uh, what it lacks with an aroma, it uh, makes up for with some very hoppy bitterness. So if you're looking for a very West Coast double IPA, I think this could be your jam. Once again, Refuge Breweries Walk the Dog. So uh, thanks to Allie for sliding this one over to me. And I was glad I finally got to pull this bad boy out of the fridge. <laughs> So we got a lot to get to, with or without the others. Uh, some crotch talk, a little more burrito gate update. Booze quote of the week. We got some sports that Dan was going to talk about, and I'm going to try my best to fill in those big shoes. Some booze news, and of course, Scott's drinking a beer over there. So let's kick things off. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. It is indeed. Uh, first of all, I want to make sure everyone had a chance to listen to my interview with Radiant Beer Company last week on Batch 228. If you have not, please go back and listen. These guys uh, used to work for The Brewery. They started Offshoot Beer Co. together and have worked on many other beer projects. And uh, they are starting Radiant Beer Company. That's coming up uh, hopefully in December. We'll see what happens with the Rona and everything. Yeah, I hope uh, so. It was was a great interview. Thank you. Yeah, I I listened to it. Great time. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Yeah, Um, they were. And they have a lot of of knowledge between the three of them. Oh, man. A lot of a lot of beer nerdiness yes. happening, and uh, boy, could Cambria not come up with a drunk word, which was hilarious. <laughs> so, anyways, go back to two twenty eight. Have a listen. They're down in Anaheim, California, Southern California. All right, Burrito Gate twenty twenty. Oh, it's, here we go. It's back. It's picking up speed again. After uh, two twenty seven, we got a message from Drew on the gram. Says, "Listening to batch two twenty seven right now. Thanks for the shout out. Now I'm hungry, also because I want an egg on my burrito." Here's a crazy concoction oh, I yeah. made before. Bagel with jalapeno cream cheese and chorizo on it. I used to make it all the time when I lived in Woodland Hills, and that is amazing. Hashtag Chubbygate. Chorizo and eggs on a jalapeno on a, on cream a cheese bagel. bagel. I'm in. I'm more for the like the tortilla thing. Yeah, I think I would prefer the tortilla as a vessel over the bagel, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, cre- the jalapeno cream yeah. cheese oh, sounded jalapeno good. Jalapeno cream cheese. Oh, I used to do a lot of the jalapeno cream cheese bagels, plain, just plain with the jalapeno mm. cream cheese and just the bagel. I used to do those a lot. I, I went into it like a fat for that. Yeah, that's the that jalapeno cream oh, cheese. That's is awesome. Good. Yeah, that's so. A, I maybe I have to try it with the with the extra. Like, extra ingredients yeah 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 um and i guess the egg on the burrito thing he's kind of thrown back to we were discussing what makes it a breakfast burrito or or whatever is it the egg is it the meat whatever um so if any item you have pizza burger whatever what would make that breakfast to you throwing an egg on it or bacon or gotta have that runny egg mm. yeah i agree i'll make a breakfast pizza sometimes and by that i mean leftover pizza with an egg on it yes definitely gotta have that runny egg yeah so thank you to drew for sending that in. definitely uh so burrito gate continues we need to know guys let us let us know what's what's on what's your breakfast thing 
Yeah, what's what's on your breakfast burrito choice? What's your breakfast, especially item of after choice? a you know, like if if you wake up with a hangover. Is there any other way yeah. to wake up? Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Forgot but... the last time I didn't. <laughs> so uh. what's your what's your thing with a hangover or without, but mostly yeah. with one. We'll take hangover cures because, boy, do we fucking need them. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Speaking of hangovers, I have to mention over the weekend, uh, Thanksgiving weekend, went camping with a couple of friends. You know, we're not, as California locks down further and further, uh, not going out. So packed up the old trailer, headed out with a couple of friends who we've kind of been, you know, bubbling with the entire time. Went out to the middle of fucking nowhere in the desert where uh, at night it got down to like 27 degrees. No oh, joke. Man. That is not an exaggeration. It was so goddamn cold. Poor <laughs> poor Marty the brew pup. He was so cold. We, we layered him. We had like a t-shirt, then a sweater, then a jacket, and then what looks like a horse blanket. It's just this like big coat thing that straps to him. And then uh, at night we'd put a blanket on top of all that. He was freezing his ass off. He was <laughs> not meant for the outdoors. But um, did a lot of fantastic beer research around nice. the fire. Got uh, got pretty hydrated. Definitely woke up a couple of mornings. A little worse for wear. But it was good times. They brought out some uh, dirt bikes and some quads and shit. Oh, so nice. Rode my first quad, which was good. I learned how to, to drive, uh, you know, to, to do clutch on a bike, on a quad. Never done that before. I've only done it on a car. So that was... Uh, oh, very nice. Yeah, it was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. I only stalled once, so look at me go. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah, we rough it here with the SoCal, yeah. where it gets down to 40 degrees. Yeah, I head out there, it's 20 degrees. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. You know, going out the middle of the desert, you pass like all kinds of white trash. People just, <laughs> it's hilarious. People have just set up their their trailers in the middle of nowhere, and they they put up these little like meth head communities. It's hilarious. <laughs> They'll just like circle a bunch of trailers. And this isn't like camping trailers. This is like they've found a place to live. And then they'll put like a fence around their little combine. And it, you can tell there's just a whole lot of meth production happening. It's something else. It's somewhere I don't need to live. The desert can, <laughs> can you know, it's fun going out and, and riding a bunch of bikes, but uh, don't need to live out that direction. It's uh, it's not necessary. So anyways, anything going on? Do you guys do anything fancy? Get hammered, whatever, for uh, Thanksgiving? Well, of course, we got hammered, but uh, no, we did do nothing. Just stayed home and took it easy, watched some movies. Uh, I mean, from home. Right. So very boring weekend for you young kids. And for for us old people, is kind of exciting. And, right. Yeah. yeah, we went out. We left on Thursday, on Thanksgiving for the desert. Just can't do anything in California right now. Everyone's sick. Uh, and it's yeah, there's, like crazy. There's, and... there's not a lot you can do because if you want to do something, the COVID shuts it down, which, you know, I totally agree with right now. So we, we just stayed home. And, yeah. 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 We just isolated ourselves with a bunch of meth heads yep, and yep, yep. rode That's some dirt bikes. COVID. It is. <laughs> yeah. So I've been told. <laughs> and the one last thing I'll say about camping is uh, and this kind of draws it all back to Burrito Gate 2020. We did not have a breakfast burrito, but one of the mornings oh. that I was super hungover, we had breakfast tacos. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we had some leftover yeah. taco meat from the night before. I got some eggs out, scrambled all with some eggs and like onions and peppers, cheese on top, breakfast tacos. All was better. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. That it was. Work. Yeah, yeah. It, it really, uh, really fixed things up, and I was ready for another beer. Well, that's what matters. 
Yeah, when you're camping, it's it's acceptable to drink at eight in the morning. I love it. Just when you're camping? Oops. Meh. Or during Rona. All right. We got some sports to get to, another beer review, and some news. But first, booze quotes. This comes from Gordon Keith, who apparently is a radio personality down in Texas, uh, but possibly new hero. He says, we are born two drinks shy of happiness. Two drinks get you what feels like the natural starting line of life. Couldn't agree more, Keith. No kidding. Yeah. Gordon Keith for president. Yes, indeed. I hope he's not some horrible racist. I don't know anything about the guy other than <laughs> he's right. We're all born two drinks shy of happiness. Yes. All right. Let's try to fill Dan's shoes here with a little bit of sports talk. And now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. It is indeed. Uh, well, the Steelers and the Ravens just keep getting pushed back further and further. Further, wow, words. Uh, due to the Rona, so uh, we'll just go ahead and say that the Steelers probably improved to 11-0, or the game gets canceled. Who knows? Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's like now, now it's Wednesday. Yeah, where before it was supposed to be last Thursday, and then they said, okay, let's change it to Sunday, and then of course from Sunday they said, okay, let's change it to Tuesday. Now it's Wednesday, so... Well, I know on Sunday, a couple more people tested positive. Yeah. Clearly, uh, that protocol needs to be adjusted. It's not quite working. Here's my personal feeling is I think the NFL is starting to scroll out of control. I think so, too. Yeah. And uh, this is, once again, where basketball, and I have to say it, hockey really did a good job. They did the job. They yeah. did the best job. I, I 100% agree. And uh, at this point, it's like... I, I'm really going to be surprised if the NFL makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, or at least a Super Bowl without an asterisk next to it. It's getting worse. They, they can't control it, and pl- pl- because they're they're visiting, they're they're traveling, they're going, they're allowing fans into their mm. stadiums, and um, it's just a shit yeah. show. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's just not not it's, good. Yeah, it's not protocols. I I forget who it was. I think it was. Um, Elway the other day was commentating, and I, I forget what game it was, but he goes, oh, yeah, isn't it great to see people back in the stands? And I'm like, well, it might be great to see people back in the stands. Like, the country is <laughs> spreading a lot right now. Yeah. And not just the country, the NFL. The NFL seems yeah, to be patient not, zero. And <laughs> Not really not. <laughs> yeah. So uh, get your shit together, NFL. We, uh, we want to finish the season. Uh, uh, yeah, hopefully. What's the cost? Well, yeah, I'm I'm saying, you know, be safe about it. Don't, yeah. uh, I, you know, okay, last thing I'll say, I feel like the NFL doesn't really care when it comes to their players getting it. They're like, we have a season to steamroll. It doesn't pair that way. Mm-hmm. In yeah. fact, we're going to find you if you get it, because apparently you broke some rules if you got Rona. Yeah, we're we're going to find the individuals, but we we have a, like, we have a, a season or whatever to, to accomplish. We have a goal here, so... Yeah. They're going about it way the wrong way. Yeah, so. exactly. And this wasn't even on the rundown, but like the Niners. The Niners are looking for a new stadium because in Santa Clara County, they've outlawed uh, contact sports of yes, any kind exactly. for like three weeks. So instead of going like, oh, they're trying to prevent the spread, they're like, well, we better go to Arizona. Yeah. If you're going to find a new stadium, why the fuck would you go to Arizona where like it's worse than ever? Come down to LA. We've got the Coliseum. We've got the Rose Bowl. 
there are stadiums you can play at in California. You don't have to go to Arizona. Niners, you've already got eight on the Rona list, or nine. I forget what it was this week. We don't need more. Don't go to Arizona. But is L.A. that that safe? Because, I mean, L.A. is one of the worst counties in California, which is one of the worst states in the Union. Totally. But we're not worse than Arizona from what I've Oh, definitely. Yeah. And the whole thing is like they're trying to prevent the spread and they're going to go out of state where they're going to spread it to another state. So I'm just saying, keep it in state. There are are options. You don't need to go to Arizona. I know. I know it's a lot of money involved in the NFL, but hey, just, you know, shut it down. Yeah. And they're making it very clear that it's all about money. Oh, of course. Yeah. So the Jets, the Jets got dominated yet once again. Dropping to 0 and 11, compliments of the Dolphins. <laughs> that season must be so, so long for Jets players. The Raiders. This is clearly a Dan story. Derek, <laughs> Derek Carr was calling some audibles this weekend during the game. Did you see the Raiders game? I did not, but I saw the final score. Oh, I saw the highlights and the final score where the Raiders were embarrassed. I was quite surprised at that final yeah. score. I didn't watch the game because I was out in the middle of nowhere, but. Dan sent in some links. Uh, the Raiders, Derek Carr in particular, called some interesting audibles. Here's some audio from the game. Hey, lava raid, lava raid. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They have some hey, audibles on this team, LA. too. Also. Purple walrus, <laughs> Purple walrus. There they go. Their emphasis more on the run than it used to be. James Harden. James Harden. Look at the phone. Makes his first appearance. Yeah, wait to see what this is. Hey, 700 point buck. From the 39-yard line. Hey, here we go. Hey, hey, let's go. Mamba, Georgia. Mamba, Georgia. Here we go. Mamba, Georgia. Mamba's Kobe. Devontae Booker back in, second down and nine. We're good, we're good. We're good, we're good. Hey, easy, gun, 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 rock, rock. We're good, rock. Oh, there you go. Consider it done. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete. There we go. LSU something. <laughs> yeah. Easy, easy, easy. Easy, easy, <laughs> easy. You're too alert. Hey, here we go. Hey, Mike. Uh, hey, alert, Mike, alert. Chris Mullen. Yeah, right. Mike, Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen. What a basketball reference is tonight. Derek Carr, apparently a big fan of basketball. Yeah, why not? Yeah, James Harden. I wonder if James Harden uh, was like a, hey, let's all be a bitch right now. <laughs> that's what that play called for. Well, with the, that's what the Raiders were. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then also, speaking of Rona, Denver Broncos lost all of their quarterbacks to the Rona. Oh, they man. wanted to start one of their offensive coordinators. The league said no. So they turned to a, a practice squad. I believe it was tight end. And uh, we all saw what happened. I mean, it's against the Saints. But I think there's a call that the Broncos <laughs> really need to make. <laughs> <laughs> haven't heard this song in quite some time, but uh, for those of you that haven't, this is a real treat. The Broncos need to make a call to a former quarterback of theirs. I'm not talking about Peyton. Led him to a playoff. But he won a playoff game. He did. Against the Steelers. Give it everything. Give your Steelers kryptonite. I didn't realize how long the song was. <laughs> it's been many years. Or how long it was. 
I swear it's worth it. Oh yeah, definitely. This song heals the corn. Yes. Oh yeah. Give him a call, Broncos. Yes. Where is Tim Tebow? He's just in a little bit of batting practice right now. I think he's yeah. ready to go. He can do it. He can do it. In Tebow, we pray. I'm sorry. That's what they get because of they're the idiots. coronavirus. Yeah, of course. Yeah, there he is. And they had a quarterback tested positive, and they put him in with all the other quarterbacks. So, hello. Smart. God won't let Tebow get the Rona. No, of course not. Give him a call, Broncos. Yes. He's yes. waiting. Team Tebow is a non-corona quarterback. Yeah, he's he's immune. Thanks yes. to the Lord. Of course. I, I'm just you. saying. Tebow316 says, I just kicked your ass. Yeah, that's right. Tim Tebow says, I just kicked coronavirus. Yeah, I just prayed to Jesus. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to let this music yeah. play underneath because it's just too good. It's, well, we talk yeah. about the Mike Tyson and Jones fight. Did you uh, happen to catch the fight that was way too expensive on uh, pay-per-view? They were old men, and so am I, so I didn't see it. I was I was asleep. Yeah, uh, we were once again so were out they. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Tyson kicked his ass. Here's the best part. Mike Tyson says he smoked marijuana before fight versus Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> Because man. why not? Yeah. Very wise. He says, it's just who I am. Has no effect <laughs> on me from a negative standpoint. It's just what I do and how I am and how I'm going to die. There's no explanation. There's no beginning. There's no end. And they asked, uh, did the marijuana help numb the pain Saturday night? He says, no, it just numbs me. It doesn't <laughs> numb the pain. <laughs> Gotta love Mike Tyson. And honestly, this goes to what I've been saying for years. Like, the UFC has been very strict about marijuana usage. It's not helping anybody beat people up. It's not a sports performance enhancer. I don't know why they're so anal about it. Basketball news. The Warriors. Go Warriors. Go Warriors. Yeah, well, yeah. This, this is their year right now. Yeah. They're back. They're, they are back. Yeah. Warriors 2021. Hashtag no clay. Wait, wait, uh, what? Oh, he tore his Achilles. Oh, God. On the other legs. Now he's got two bum legs. Ugh. That's just not something you come back. I mean, he's already fragile from his last injury uh, out yeah. for over a season. And now uh, Achilles out for a season. God, I hope he has a good guarantee on that contract. Oh, man. And yeah, the Warriors. One more year without Clay. You know, at this no. point, they're looking to get rid of him. They have to be. They can't. No, they're screwed. But there's yeah, got to be some fucked, sort of yeah. weird clause that they're, they've hired lawyers at this point to look into it. Sure. But yeah, good luck. And then finally, uh, Dwight Howard, Laker champion Dwight Howard, signs with the 76ers for the veteran minimum uh, after tweeting that he was returning to the Lakers. Wasn't that funny? That was weird. That was so weird. So he, weird. Seconds after he tweeted, I'm re-signing with the Lakers, he, he, um, he I, I don't know, I don't know the, the official term, but the tweet was gone. He, oh, he deleted the tweet. He, he deleted the tweet, and then like, Seconds after that, it's like Dwight Howard is signing with the 76ers. So, yeah, the whole thing was so weird. That was really um, weird. Which I think the Lakers made an upgrade by getting rid of him. Yes. You know, I hated Dwight Howard the first time around. Uh, I think he was, I thought he was absolute garbage. I liked him this year. I thought he realized 
he, he knew his role and shut his mouth, as The Rock might say. He knew where he should have been and knew that he was a role player and not a star. And I think it really helped the team out. And it helped us be one of the, the biggest, not one of, it was we were the biggest team in the league, the Lakers, uh, especially when it came to defense. And, and he was a big part of that. Yes. Off the bench, he was a great help. Uh, but after he signed with the 76ers and then the, the the signing that the Lakers did after that with the, they signed the guy from the Clippers and mm-hmm. they, they signed Marcus Saul. I'm excited for Marcus yeah, Saul. Yeah, yes. And Marcus Saul is not even the, the best player they can sign. I think the Lakers are even better than when they won the championship. So Yeah, I've been saying for years, I think this goes back to Powell being on the team, get Mark Gasol because we've, for so long, up until you know this most recent season, we were so weak on defense. It was like yes, oh Kobe God, was yeah. always you know defender of the year, whatever. But everyone else was just like, all right, well, we'll we'll get him on offense. And I I always wanted to sign Mark because he's a great defender, and I'm I'm hoping he's got a little left in him. I know he's getting up there in years, but uh, and and somebody told me there was a rumor that they might bring Powell in as well. I haven't heard that, but yeah, why not? Whoever told this to me, I can't remember who it was now. They're saying that they might bring him in for a season. They might also just bring him in for a one-day sign-and-retire situation. Oh, okay. Once retires a Laker. Yeah, but they signed Mark, so they have a great defense in the in the middle. Yeah, and our we don't need to sign offensive people. We've got LeBron. We've got uh, Davis. Davis, by the way, one of the best defenders. I was really disappointed to see that we uh, re-signed Markeith Morris. Oh, really? I wanted to talk to Dan about that. That guy's a goddamn bum. <laughs> I mean, I think he could help defensively. He's a big man. But he might throw the ball out of bounds in important situations. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, somebody, I was talking to my friend Nick, and he's like, you know, this is still LeBron's team. I was like, no, this is Anthony's team. It 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 was never really LeBron's team. LeBron came in. They did awful. LA doesn't really like LeBron. And Anthony Davis showed that he's he's the man. Look, LeBron's not done. He's still got some juice in him. But Yeah, of course. But This is AD's team. And yeah, but we have to wait for him to resign, mm-hmm. which he hasn't. But I would be surprised if he didn't. Well, and he's he said earlier that he's going to sign with the Lakers. So yeah, he just wanted more money. So I mean, I think it's a well known fact that he's yeah. going to opt out and then resign for big money. Yeah, give him that big deal. I'm fine with yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Yeah. So all right, sorry everybody. A lot of Laker talk. That's what happens when Dan sports. sports guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when Dan not here. Scott, let's find out what you are drinking over there. Well, from Santa Maria, which is a little little up north from us, I got Mm -hmm. the Motra IPA. Yeah, keep it in California tonight. Uh, 7.2% has 45 IBUs and a 373 on untapped. They said we add blood oranges to this blood wow to this bright and refreshing West Coast style IPA during secondary fermentation, ensuring a bold punch of citrus flavors. Lofty late kettle and dry hop additions of citra and mosaic provide even more bright citrus character. What say you about Motra IPA? Oh, it's a it's a like an awesome IPA. I mean, you got your your obviously your IPA taste. You got the sit little bit of the citrus thing going on, some like hoppy, and it's a little bit fruity, and uh, I mean it's what I like in an IPA. So generally, like, you are not a fan of 
citrus fruits in your beer? No, not really. But uh, in my beer, uh, like I gotta say, in my IPAs, yeah. Okay, because so it's good if it if it balances if out with the bitterness, a, yeah, we, right? Because there's a lot of bitterness in it with the aftertaste. So, but in yeah. general, like if you had a you know like a weed ale or something, get that orange shit out of here. Exactly, but if you're talking about IPA with the other you know the other you know hop the hops and then whatever right. else that goes with an IPA, yeah, give me that. That's fair. I will say orange. From a food standpoint, my least favorite flavor. I like oranges. I like orange juice. But whenever people add orange to things, like I wanted to murder people who make like orange yams at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like yams with a little orange zest on top. It's like, hey, you know what was wrong with yams? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Get your goddamn oranges out of them. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad this one's tasty. I'm Santa like, Maria uh, seems to be making a little bit of a comeback around here. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. All right, well, very good. So you, uh, you're a fan of this one. You'd buy again. I would, yes. This one I would. Very nice. All right, let's uh, wrap things up with a little bit of booze news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Man, a sign of the times. Plenty of the Younger usually comes out every February-ish. There's a huge line outside of Russian River for days. And now they started bottling last year. People are selling on the black market. Well, no longer can you line up for Plenty of the Younger. Uh-oh. They say our signature 510-milliliter bottles will be available for sale as part of a mixed case for a limited time on our website for direct shipping to consumers within the state of California. Wow. Vinny and Natalie will plan to host a couple of virtual tastings via Facebook Live so more people can join the experience. The only draft produced will be distributed in very limited quantities to a handful of accounts. However, many of our accounts still, or potentially soon to be, shut down likely well into February. Wholesale distribution will be unknown until the very last minute, but we fully expect to be back in business and better than ever in 2022. So due to the Rona, they are going full bottle release online, and I'm sure the internet's going to break. Oh, definitely. I'm hoping I can get a part of this. They were smart. They're like, hey, yeah, come get our Plenty of Younger and a few other beers as well. You can't yeah. buy it by itself. That was smart. That was genius. It's like we yep. we need to sell a bunch of stuff. You know, I will say last week, I believe it was Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, I was on Twitter and somebody who is escaping me, and I'm so sorry because I'd love to give you a plug. You deserve it. Uh, tweeted, hey, everybody in California, Monkish Brewing did a beer release today. It's been four hours, and there's still beer available, <laughs> which never happens. Monkish sells out immediately. Back yep. in the day, it was always oh, you wait yeah. in line, yep. and now it's you go online. And so I was like, all right, well, let's see if this is accurate. I went on there. Boom. Beer. Wow. I ordered some Monkish. It came the next day. It was Tuesday. Oh That's God. what it came the next day. I got it Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Wow. Had something to be thankful for. Oh, man. Yes. Had some Monkish brew, uh, beer in my fridge. Merry yes, Christmas. So. Right? And a crappy new year. (laughs) Speaking of crappy, Miller Lite will give you free beer for your canceled holiday party this year. Okay. They say, (laughs) unfortunately, it's Miller Lite. They say 2020 has upset most holiday traditions, but there is one that many have mixed feelings over, the evolution of work holiday parties. In fact, over 50% of full-time office employees can say that they aren't sad to see these parties go and 70% would choose time off work over a holiday party. 
Feelings may be mixed, but Miller Lite hopes there is one thing we can agree on. Not attending a work holiday party means more time for people to enjoy Miller Lite with a few real friends. Oh, man. Here's how it works. Just head over to Miller Lite Twitter, Miller Lite's Twitter page and tweet at the company, tagging your friends that your crack can open a cold one with. You'll still need to go out and buy the beer for yourself, but the tweet is a de facto proof of purchase that earns the first 50,000 people to engage uh, a rebate via Venmo. The offer is valid through December 12th. They say with many companies nixing the traditional holiday party, we're focused on the silver lining, more time with a few real friends, which is what Miller Time is all about. Not having to make awkward small talk or being forced to take photo booth pictures with coworkers is a holiday gift in and of itself. So if you uh, want some shit beer, maybe you're going to play some beer pong or uh, prank a neighbor, <laughs> buy yourself some Miller Lite, tweet at them, and you, you'll get a nice little rebate via Venmo. It'll be fantastic. And it's free beer. It's free beer. Could use it on Christmas Eve. Just saying. There you go. Yeah. And then finally, I, I couldn't, I just couldn't not talk about this story. Drunk man, oh, 50, who left a Florida bar That's me. at 4 a.m., punched a taxi driver in the face. It gets better. Wait, uh-oh. A police report details how Paul Kizek left a bar in St. Petersburg on Florida's West Coast on Sunday just after 4.15 a.m. No wonder the Rona is spreading like crazy. <laughs> no kidding. And was determined to drive to his home, which was less than two miles away. According to an arrest affidavit, he was kept from driving by multiple witnesses due to his level of intoxication. When police arrived on scene at Back Bar, they called a taxi for Kijek, Kijek, whatever his name is, which he got into. But things are only alleged to have got worse when Jek yelling at the driver, Richard Pepin, before alleg- allegedly punching him in the face oh, as geez. the car was leaving the bar. Oh, oh, that's not good. The alleged assault happened right in front of police who were still on the scene. Kijek jumped out of the cam, cab, jumped out of the cab, and began dancing in the street, shouting obscenities, including, you white motherfucker. Oh, boy. And... I'm Rick James, bitch. Because <laughs> Jack was promptly arrested for battery and disorderly intoxication. Wait, doesn't get him off? I got somebody off. He was released from the <laughs> county jail Sunday morning after posting a $600 oh, bond. Man. That is the best way to get arrested. I am Rick James, bitch. <laughs> I wonder if he went up to the taxi driver before he punched him and asked what the five fingers said to the face. <laughs> Slap, Charlie Murphy. Too good. Oh. Thanks, Florida. You keep us entertained, even yes. in 2020 when the Rona is running wild, Hulkamania Thank, style. Thanks to Florida. Thanks to Florida, indeed. All right, well, that's, uh, that's pretty much everything over here. Hit some music. We're going to tell everybody to find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com. Oh, hey, Vanessa. And Flex. Hey, Flex. Hey, everybody. Please call us. 805-538-BEER. Oh, yeah, 2337. Yeah, we still need Flex's... Uh, Finish to sneaking beer oh, man, past yeah. his wife. Give Come us, on, yeah. We need uh, everyone with hot accents to record the Vin Scully grocery list. Come on, we we got we got things, we got plans, we got big things for you. Definitely, not, not only flex, but anybody that has the sneaking beer. Oh yeah, I mean if anybody else sneaking beer past their past their uh, significance, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Yes, Scott needs tips. <laughs> Please give me tips. Yeah. yeah, I get caught every time. Yeah, he is not so sneaky when no, it comes to sneaking. Not so so. Good. 
please call us with your tips. 805-538-BEER. That sounded dirty. Call us with your sneaking beer tips. Uh, <laughs> beer, that's 2337. Find us on the socials at The Unfiltered Gentlemen. Uh, if Allie and Callie ever comes back, you can find her at Allie, A-L-O-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. Like I said last week, Radiant Beer Code. Don't forget to listen to that one, Batch 228, and then go check them out in December. Ho- oh, go check them out, hopefully, in December uh, down in Anaheim. I think that is everything. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully we have a full crew back next week or at some point in 2020, the way this shit's going. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Everyone out there needs to stay well hydrated. I don't know why I threw the accent on that. Mm -hmm. And on that note, good night, everybody. Mm